What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Carpool Gaming's The PlayStation Drive. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm in the driver's seat for this week's adventure, which is episode 111. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Corn of Canada himself, Sir Court Lalonde. What's up, Court? Did you say corn? I don't know. I, I, you know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm 100% sure you just called I, me corn. I may have called you corn. Things happened. Oh. It is what it is. Choices are made. I'm good. You know, I guess I'm very salty and buttery, but uh, that, maybe you know what? make some corn this Saturday. They, dude, I'm going to go pick up some corn, so when they, we're going to have corn on the cob. Yeah, dude, that's happening. We're going to have corn on the cob. That's awesome. Uh, I'm happy to be back, dude. Uh, took a bit of time off, obviously. We'll chat all about that in a little bit, because I've been playing yeah, some games. Yeah, look at your background. Look at my background. You know, respect everything. <laughs> Got my stuff. <laughs> Got some new stuff going on here. But it is nice to be back. I missed you, my friend. I missed hanging with you. You and Seth did a great job last week. Caught up on the episode, and I'm very, very proud of you guys. And it was oh a great, God, it was a great show. So don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. But on this week's show, we're going to be talking about Call of Duty. Oh, the Beaver Shirt. Look at the Beaver it's Shirt. Real. It's real. I need to order mine. <laughs> I keep forgetting. It's real. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, Court, if I was to order it, uh, I think there's like a deadline I need to order it by. Yes. Yeah, so we only had them up for a month. I don't know the deadline, to be totally honest. I'd have to get you the date, but you go to carpool.com and you can get it. I um, I know I'm on in the, the majority here, but I like the fit of the new shirts. I had a hard issue with the, the stuff mm. from our last store because it was way too tight on my arms. <laughs> and... It didn't fit right. It's like, you know those true fit commercials? Like, you see them all the time on, yes. on Instagram. Yeah. I am not going to lie. I ordered some last week, so I'm going to see how those fit. Dude. I can't take it anymore. I let me know. Them. My buddy bought them, too, and he's surprisingly happy with them. Well, that's the thing. And I'm finding this. Even I put it on, and my wife was like, that shirt fits nicely. I'm like, I know. It fits nice. It doesn't yeah. fit. A lot of the, the premium t-shirts, they call them, from all these other places, they all fit too tight. Maybe I'm... Too, um, I too guess ripped. my grandma used to call. I'm too, I'm too husky. You're too um, ripped, bro. No. Yeah. Just, this one fits more comfortable. I, I don't know what it is. I don't feel like I'm like hugging it all the time, and that I'm wearing like Under Armour. Mm-hmm. But there nice. you go. Well, and you know what? It's it's the mascot of the PlayStation Drive. It is. It, it is. So go check out on Carpool Gaming. Designed by Matt. Designed by me. Yeah. Somehow. Um, <laughs> Never never thought I'd add t-shirt designer to my resume, but here we are. Uh, so go check out carpoolgaming.com to get yours. And, of course, we also have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, which we're going to do right now in our little cleaning of the garage. Because it's been dusty. It's been dirty. The Xbox Drive is selling, celebrating episode 300 in two days. If you're watching this live or you're listening to this, uh, it'll be 24 hours after you listen to this, after this hits podcast services. So they're doing a 300-minute episode with a ton of giveaways. Uh, if you buy a shirt that is celebrating it, you're also going to get a bonus entry to win an awesome Xbox Drive 300-themed Elite controller. Yes, you also have to review. So, yes. Or you can. You can either review them on Spotify or mm-hmm. on Apple iTunes and respond to the tweet or buy the T-shirt and you're automatically entered into a chance to win a custom Carpool Gaming Xbox Drive. There you go. Series 2. So make sure you go do that if you want a cool controller to keep you company while you game. And, of course, if you're listening to us live on YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming, please like the stream, subscribe, 
hit us with a comment, ring that bell so you when you stuff happens, you you know about it. Because Court and I have so much planned for the next few months focused on Spider-Man 2, and you won't want to miss any of it. If you're listening to us on your podcast network of choice, please hit us with that review. Leave those five stars. Make sure you follow and subscribe. We're going to have more giveaways coming soon, and I'm sure you want to be in the loop. And of course, if you have extra bucks to toss our way to tip your drivers, head to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Put in the bucks. Out comes a cornucopia of content for you to consume. So thank you all. We appreciate you all very, very much. But without further ado, Court. Hold on. That's just way better. So, I'm sure you listened to my intro from I last did. week the garbage <laughs> truck did. on fire <laughs> you just like destroyed it like <laughs> my intro was just like i was just tripping over my words and seth's just looking at me like with just like i can't help you buddy dude like, I, I, just, I can't it's funny i'm on this show with you week after mm-hmm, week mm-hmm, i can mm-hmm. never remember that like, it's a never it's just giant word vomit dude and i just say it quickly and it helps me get through it uh you know this is what i do but court Without further ado, I, I've been missing you the last couple of weeks. I know, I mean, it's not like we haven't been talking like pretty much every day, but I need to know, Court, because one thing that we haven't really talked about, surprisingly enough, is what you've been playing. So what's been on your playlist lately? Well, no spoiler alert to anybody that's listening to the Pants Patreon podcast. I haven't been playing much. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Exo Primal, though. Okay. So I did try out Exo Primal on Xbox Game Pass because um, it's not $80 there. <laughs> it's kind of a fun game. But I'm still having, um, I've been swimming a lot in my pool. And for some reason, I'm getting a lot of, like, I'm just old. Like, let's just be honest here. I'm old. I'm falling apart. And my shoulders have been hurting. And for some reason, my back started hurting. So now when I sit in a chair for long periods of time, I'm just in pain. And so I stopped playing video games for that. And then I started watching more TV. And I was like, okay. I was just, I decided to, after I couldn't get back into Final Fantasy XVI, which I did like that game. I just couldn't get back into it after dropping it. You're so close to the end, aren't you too? Aren't you like 30 yeah. hours in? <laughs> like you're like right there. I know. I'm like going right to finish it. I promise. Okay. I'm going to finish it. Okay. I'll mind you learning that the, the final boss battle is like a half an hour is kind of Dude, annoying. But it's awesome. No. It is no, awesome. That's not a thing to say. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. But I'm going to get back into it. But I'm having. Yeah. Honestly, Charlie, he's not. He's not wrong. He's old man court. I am finding that I just needed to $300 prize for episode 300. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I forgot. If you are um, watching live on episode 300, they will be giving away 300 games, I believe, on Xbox ID. Yes. Yeah. To get into my story. Sorry. It's just, he's right. Um, I just kind of like a mind cleanse almost. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stop playing games for a bit. I've, I've stopped the division. I've stopped everything. And then I'm going to slowly get back into games and, and see what I, th- I think I might jump into Destiny 2. I haven't Dude. decided. It's either going to be Psychonauts, because I've never finished the first one, or Destiny 2. I just need to just step away from games. It'll be t- um, two weeks on Friday. And then I'm going to, besides playing you know 20 minutes of Exoprimal, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing a game this weekend. I can't say what it is yet. But I'm going to be streaming a game on Carpool Gaming Twitch, and you're going to be able to watch me. I'm going to be on Friday, and then I'm going to be a couple ha- hours on Sunday as well. Hatoful Boyfriend? I don't know what that means. The Pigeon Dating Simulator? No. No, <laughs> it is not. It is. I All I can say is it is a game that is not out yet. Ooh. But I will be streaming it this Tantalizing Hatoful Boyfriend 2. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, dude, I, I feel you. Sometimes there's just sometimes you just get into a bit like of a gaming funk. You know, nothing really clicks, nothing really resonates. So I feel you. Take your cleanse, do your Jenny McCarthy or whatever her name was, uh, you know, video game diet cleanse. And when you get when you feel ready, I'm sure you'll be back swinging, uh, complaining about your elbow again very, very soon. No, I've got my, my arm feels phenomenal for like the first time in a long time. And I've got an hour massage booked on Wednesday. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I need to book a massage. I just like massages. I like them very Dude, much. I am t- on Wednesday. I'm getting a massage mm-hmm. and I'm getting a reflexology, which is like they do the yeah, feet. Yeah, you are right. Body. They they test your test your reflexes. Oh, I'm gonna be pampered. You're gonna be pampered, boy. I'm excited for you. You deserve it, Court. You deserve it. Uh, what is this carpool massage train that I theoretically I guess I missed out on here? I need to hop on and get myself a massage. You, you're honestly when you get Sean. He beats his body up by running, so I totally mm. get why he needs a massage. Like, I don't know how this guy doesn't get one every day. If I did the amount of running he did, I'd just be walking into a sauna, slash into a hot tub, and then going to the personal masseuse. Does he know that Super Mario Run is a game and not something that he has to actively do? <laughs> <laughs> but as for I my... Honestly, st- could somebody in the community do a Super Mario Run or a Mario game and put Sean's head on top of Mario running across the screen? Yes, John, go- honestly, if you come for uh, Fan Expo, let's get a couple massages. There's a great one downtown. I know a great place. Do you know, is there a place where we can get thruple massages? Uh, yeah, actually, there's a spa downtown that is one of my favorites, man. There Favorite you go. By far. Done deal. Welcome to the Massage Cast. Uh, this is where we talk all things massage all the time. Uh, as for myself, yeah, I've been a bit busy. I uh, finished Final Fantasy 16. Really, really liked it. Um, I, I had a blast with the combat. I loved the long, drawn-out, ridiculous uh, ending boss fight. It felt epic and wild and a lot of fun. Um, I will say that I do feel that like the icon battles kind of peak around half to three-quarters of the way through. And there's a couple that are towards that back end that are super cool. Um, but there's one, my, like my favorite one, um, you know, was a little bit earlier in the game. Fire and Ice? No. I like that one. No, I like that one too. Uh, but my favorite was the, I don't know, the Titan. I'll just say that. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. So I've done all those, right? Yeah. So I, I know that's what I mean. I'm so close to the end. Of this I, you're game. so close to the end of this game. Um, as for um, <sighs> as for the other stuff, so I finished that. I absolutely loved it. I'm back on the Cold Steel Four grind. Uh, huge shout out and thank you to NIS America. They hooked me up with the review code for Trails into Reverie. But I cannot play that until I finish Cold Steel Four because Reverie is like the you know the end game, the 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 Infinity War to everything that's come before it. So I need you're to talking po- about things I have no clue. Yeah, yeah. It's like crepe skin. Okay. Um, that- <laughs> you didn't even get the all for one reference today like you stop like my stop. hero academia no the i hmm. mm-hmm. anyways um, anyways uh so i'm on the cold steel four grind really loving it the way that it's already started to pull things together and like just the culmination of what's been over a decade worth of games like i'm so i'm loving it so far i cannot wait to get into reverie so i'll have more thoughts about that soon uh, i actually won a contest court i never win contests what yeah, I know, right? Uh, thanks to our friends at Console Creatures. They hooked me up with the code for Crash Team Rumble. The yes, new Crash game. I saw game. that. I saw yeah. that. Uh, I just entered a contest myself, and I'm hoping the movie podcast you know, let me win so I can take my Dude, yeah. No, well, I entered that contest too, but if yeah, I win, Yeah, but my then daughter I'll take... wants to see Ninja Turtles, Matt, so you can have to just give yeah, it but to if me. Yeah, but if I win, then I'll just take your daughter for Ninja Turtles, and she'll no, meet Uncle Matt. That's not how it works. Yep. She's seven. Yeah, nope. be awkward. Uncle Matt! Oh, don't. I've worked with kids. A lot. I know how to handle children. <laughs> I am a giant child. Don't worry about it. She'll be the more responsible one out of the two of us. Don't worry about it. 
Um, but then, uh, yeah, so I played a bunch of that and it's actually surprisingly fun, uh, for a game I had no hype for, but again, as I saw the reviews and I was like, you know what, this does look kind of interesting. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I have to say, I've tried to play a bunch of the different classes cause there's like different ways that you're supposed to do cause it's a four V four, you know, uh, online game. Um, and I love just being the, the, the dude running around, grabbing all the Wumpa fruit and coming in to posit it. I like to be the scorer. Tried to play the other ones, was not a fan, uh, but surprisingly enjoying it. Um, and then I think that's, I think that's all that I've been playing. I think just Kevin Ainsworth is playing that a lot too. Like I, I think so. Yeah. About, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, really, it's, it's, it's surprisingly fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but th without further ado. That's an Xbox property now. So out, out, but nice transition. I just segued everything there. For you, you just segued everything there for me as I pull this up because Sony has agreed to a 10-year Call of Duty with Microsoft. Uh, the bitter battle over Call of Duty on PlayStation is over as Sony signs a Microsoft deal. This is coming from Tom Warren over at The Verge. Because Sony has agreed to a 10-year deal for Call of Duty with Microsoft to keep the franchise on PlayStation after the proposed Activision Blizzard acquisition. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer says Sony and Microsoft have agreed to a quote-unquote binding agreement to keep Call of Duty on on PlayStation. This ends a bitter battle between the companies that has been waged both privately and publicly over the past year after Microsoft announced its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard in January 2022. So court, it seems that we're ending the, the this ridiculous journey of all these stories. Call of Duty staying on PlayStation for, you know, we don't know how long, but it seems for quite a while. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Tell me your thoughts and feelings about the the deal overall as well, because this is gonna, well, we're going to talk about here. The I there's emails that have leaked, and they well, I guess they wouldn't leak. They were all in the court filings. Originally, the deal that was offered was they were to get all Activision Blizzard games in perpetuity, new old IP, still for the next ten years. Because Jim Ryan, and honestly, at this point, I don't know what he was thinking. And this is a big L, I would say, on Jim Ryan's part. I what. He thought that this wasn't going to happen. Like, I'm very confused about this whole thing because there's so many analysts and financial people that are not part of, let's say, the video game industry. They mm -hmm. all thought this deal was going to go through from the very beginning. We've had some ups and downs with this whole thing. But if the analysts that had didn't know much about video games, they kept thinking the deal was going to go through. I kind of tend to believe the people on the business insiders, moreover, the people on Twitter and the gaming insiders. But... Um, Jim Ryan fighting to the tooth and death on this one and now only getting Call of Duty in the end of it. I think this is a big L. Yes, it is a huge. I, I know Drellish pointed, uh, posted something in our, our Discord, mm -hmm. but it's like 23%. Like, it's a huge percentage of revenue. It's like 20-something percent revenue for the year or something like that for Sony just from Call of Duty, yep. which is huge. So it's great that they got Call of Duty, but I do think not getting games, future games of, say, they make another Spyro. Say they make, you like, crash team rumble mm -hmm. like those games those are not gonna well we can't say not we don't know yet but but based on the deal that they just signed the deal that they had in front of them cash on that's very good mm -hmm. um you're not gonna get those games possibly on playstation now and there's only one person to blame and that's jim ryan he well, he kind of postured himself this way that it, this wasn't gonna go through and i think he bet on himself and failed I genuinely don't think he really, truly cared at the end of the day. From those emails that we were seeing, it seems more that he was like, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We're going to be fine either way. Like, to me, him, I think the only part that he really did care about was Call of Duty. 
like everything that we've seen from Jim Ryan over the course of the last number of years was PlayStation first party is the best. Don't worry about anything else. We know what we're doing here. They're investing heavily into live service. Call of Duty, I think, was the only thing that they truly cared about. Elder Scrolls is going to come out like five years from now and then it'll come out. We weren't getting that anyways. Exactly. But like that's going to come out in perpetuity over the next 20 years anyway on all of your fridge toasters and, you know, whatever smart caskets that are going to follow. The thing is, it's like, I think the only thing that he was really, you know, focusing on was Call of Duty, and I don't think he truly cares about the rest of it. Yeah, but I think that's the problem. I agree. He's not caring about it because he's only caring about the dollar, which I get, and it's not, but I think this is a bad one for gamers because Agreed. the old PlayStation, they used to care about all these things. Like, I think Sean was mentioning it on the Xbox Drive on how cool it is that Xbox just does, like, custom controllers and does all these awesome things. And PlayStation used to do things like that. And, like, we complain all the time of, like, how are we not getting custom faceplates? Like, just how is this not happening? And them only caring about Call of Duty on this because of the revenue generator and us as gamers that play on this console and Crash being a technically an icon of PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And it might not be coming to the console ever again. Like, I think that's a big L. I do think it's an L. I think, like, listen, exclusivity is interesting in, in a lot of ways. Yes, it breeds more competition, but it sucks when something that you had is taken away. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no way around that. Um, do I think that the gaming industry will be better for it as a whole five, ten years from the, down the line? We're going to find out because historically we've seen PlayStation be fun, be cool, do a bunch of good stuff when they're on their back foot, right? We yep, saw them... PlayStation 2 had a ton of cool stuff. PlayStation 3 hit, and they were egotistical. They were full of themselves, and they got slapped for it with the pricing and everything else. They started to gain their headway. PS4 was, again, them starting to... like The the PS4 generation really felt a little bit more... Well, the PS3 and Xbox 360 generation was a battle, right? PS4, they started to get a bit of headway because Xbox stumbled out of the gate, and now the PS5 generation, they're out to the races. They know they're in... like you know In terms of between the two of them, uh, with Nintendo doing whatever Nintendo does... They know they're ahead. They have no reason to, to, to go above and beyond because they're winning. So maybe this deal and maybe all of this happening will position Xbox in a way that they can make a bid for the you know the top spot again over the course of the next decade. And maybe we will see PlayStation come back to that a little bit more over the course of the next little while because they're going to have to. I mean, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium were a dis- direct result because of Game Pass. And, and I think I, any- yeah, and well, considering Game Pass now is a direct result of PlayStation Plus and Premium. But we'll get into that because that's kind of hilarious. But I hope so mm-hmm. because I also look at the the pattern that's always happened with whoever's running PlayStation. Jim Ryan's doing it now, but it's almost his time to go. We're, we're going to be talking about, you know, PlayStation 5 Slim that's rumored slash, you know, the snitch kind of unrumored it. It's definitely happening type mm-hmm. thing. And we have all these things happening and usually when this happens and they start going into the next generation of the of the previous usually that person goes so maybe you know maybe it's time to bring a new voice in because i i really like the shuhei yoshida and that voice big agreed yeah it was so much fun we had the play you had the the playstation experience or whatever it was called mm-hmm. i can't remember now that was in las vegas and stuff and everybody would go- yeah fun playstation again and xbox is doing that fun thing until Honestly, their their press release this morning about the new Game Pass plan was just like, wow, all right, we're just going to, you know, do these things. Yeah, bring back back Kevin Kevin Butler, Butler. honestly. So that's what I mean. So I feel like for PlayStation to get creative and fun again, it's going to take them slipping. Um, And and again, their whole thing for the last number of years was their first party's reign. And they have, and they still do. Will that continue to be the case as Xbox starts to acquire more and more? That's the big question that we're going to see what what happens next. 
Drellish actually asked a question regarding this entire thing, so I'm going to bring him Plurals. in right now. Questions. Uh, yeah, questions. Greetings, gents. Welcome back, Matt. Hey, buddy. Hope you had some relaxing moments during your short time off. Court and Seth did a brilliant job while you were away. Questions for the show. Following the Microsoft Activision verdict, has PlayStation quote-unquote lost face during this process in your opinion? If so, how might it hurt them in the future? So there's part one. I think, I genuinely don't think they care. I agree with you. Um, I don't, I think to us, the, the, the Sony ponies and all, all the ilk have been watching this. You we're know, beavers, Matt. We're the beavers. Never. Yeah, the beavers. Um, I, I don't know if it's really going to impact us that much until we actually see this start to fall out. To the general gaming audience, nobody knows. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big up in the air. And for me, I, I play on both consoles. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Call of Duty guy. I, I just like the campaign. I, I don't really play the multiplayer that much. So now that it's going to be on Game Pass, I'll hop in, finish my seven-hour campaign, and just, sorry, eventually be on Game Pass. I'll just hop yep. in, play my seven-hour campaign, and walk away from it. It's I look at the Activision Blizzard games. Unfortunately, they don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was Ubisoft being bought by Microsoft, and I'm a person who plays on PlayStation, yep. I'd be heartbroken right now. <laughs> I, it's just, those, I play a lot of those games. There's not, I, I probably play 80% of those games. Yep. So... That would be more me, but to some people that play video games, yes, this is going to bother them. Mm-hmm. Does Sony save face until they start losing money? No. And again, like I feel like the only people that are taking this and using it as a victory lap are the console warriors anyway, so it is, it is what it is. Um, now that the verdicts have fallen, Drellish continues, what should the long game of PlayStation be moving forward? Have certain aspects become more urgent or have new priorities risen after the verdict? Must their philosophy change in any way, in particular when it comes to the falling? And we'll address these as we go. Cloud-based gaming. What changes for Sony? Could we, God forbid, see a Microsoft Game Pass app eventually on the PlayStation ecosystem within the next 10 years? Or is that totally unthinkable? In my opinion, never. Not a chance. They'd have to be, yeah. they'd have to be so, they'd have to be beaten into the ground over and over again for them to even consider this. And then that still, they would take it and be like, well, we're letting Xbox onto our ecosystem. I I think the only other partnership, I think 100% this going through spells the, okay, PlayStation for years has been buying studios, not publishers, but they've been buying studios. Yeah. Xbox hasn't always done that. They've always tried to like, here's Halo, here's Gears, here's Halo, here's Gears, here's Forza. They just kept throwing back the same thing. And one hasn't been good since number three. It's just unfortunate, but that's what they kept doing. Now mm-hmm. they're buying publishers and they have all these studios to start churning out games. So I do think that we're going to have a better competition. I hope as someone that loved Halo back in the day, please give the Activision, like, please let them take Halo, Treyarch or S- Sledgehammer. Let them have Halo. Let them fix that game. But I think it's going to breed more competition. But I also believe that this is going to be, and it's not going to be right away. A lot of people were like yep. already online saying, oh, this so-and-so is going to buy this, so-and-so is going to buy this. But I do think in the next 10 years, you're going to see them, both of them, just start gobbling up all these studios. And, and it's it- just going to eventually just be, this person's got this and this person's not this. Yep. And Microsoft being so big, they have the dump truck of money and they can continue with it. I wouldn't be surprised in the next 10 years that Apple and Sony have some sort of partnership. And the reason I say this is because as someone that has a lot of Apple products, I've noticed something over the last year and a half going into Apple stores. Mm-hmm. The only other major manufacturer they seem to have a lot of product of is Sony. Interesting. There is something going on between, if you go, if you buy an Apple TV, even in the commercials, they show the DualSense. 
If you go into a store right now, the, the controller that they use for Apple Arcade is DualSense. They're commercial for the Apple Arcade. When they show the person playing on a controller, it's a DualSense. So there, there you go. is a lot of synergies going on between Apple and PlayStation. Apple has a ton of money. Apple could be the one that buys Sony for God's sakes. Yeah. I think I think Apple I think that's a really interesting piece of uh, piece of insight because then you you know Apple is you know there's been talk about them getting into gaming and I think why would they waste the time and the money and there's to try your cloud. and get in? Like there's all that like putting that all into a thing. PlayStation started cloud first. Yeah, but Microsoft has done a better job with it. Exactly. Um, and I don't think like a lot of their the things that they know that they needed the cloud gaming they're trying to get into. They we we see they're, they're already talking about boosting premium in that way. Um, they know they need shooters. They've been working on that. So in terms of that kind of side, I don't really see them doing much different. But they're just going to double down on what they need to do more because I think they will start to prepare for an eventuality where Call of Duty isn't one isn't that massive to them. Well, I was watching a, um, CBC and they had somebody who's not in the gaming sphere and they're an investment firm. And they they said by doing their analysis, the only way that Sony could one for one punch this is that they bought EA. Because they looked yeah. at the staple of the games and what they would earn that they would become theirs. So like all the sports games and then mm -hmm. you're really hurting Sony because, I mean, Xbox is one of their bigger things for their money is FIFA, sports which is now games, called yeah soccer or whatever it is but now fifa is not even going to have their own game so ea is going to win this one but their bigger games are the sports games mm -hmm. on the xbox so they get a lot of revenue from that plus you have battlefield which has just been dormant and just terrible after terrible maybe sony can actually do something because it's a shooter yeah but if you're comparing apples i'm not saying they're buying ea for sure but if you're really looking at something that's comparable to what just happened with microsoft it's sony buying ea yep uh, Josh continues. What, any changes in their PS Plus offering? Where's Crunchyroll? PS Plus Premium remains lackluster in my opinion. Uh, we've talked about this at length. Like, I don't know why Crunchyroll isn't rolled into this. It, it makes like too What's much sense. It's like the anime Netflix. They already oh, yeah. have they already have partnerships with them and stuff. So it's like, why not roll that into the service? Because everybody keeps buying the other one. One hundred percent. And w if you look, they're not changing anything because Microsoft just changed to be the exact same as them. Yeah, they've added the core now. They're getting and rid the of gold. And the core is absolutely pointless. Like, they have done the same thing that PlayStation did. They put in all these tiers and made one that has a very good price point. But if you're a gamer, you're like, why would I buy this? Yep. So it makes you want to buy the ultimate tier. It's just, it's smart. 100% smart. <laughs> uh, he continues on by saying the development of PS6. Sony already mentioned that they will put a limit on sharing with Activision moving forward. What else might be in the pipeline? Again, I don't think they're going to like, I think they've been planning for this. This, this. this this has been talked about for years on end. I can't see them doing too much different. Does this mean that we're going to get everything hit day and day at the same time comparatively with Xbox now? That's the biggest question. Is there going to be any feature disparity between them? I think those are the biggest questions that we have on that. Front. Cold dead hands until they put day and date. Exactly. Like cold dead hands. Yep. And now that we know how much it costs to make Horizon and stuff, $200 million, not a chance in the world yep. are they day and date in these games. No, never. Never. And again, like premium, we all we all know that premium needs more. And like they're, they're starting to talk about the streaming stuff. We'll see if it's well, going to make a look, difference. Well, if you look, they've already gone away from what they said. Originally, the certain tiers would only have certain types of games. And now they're throwing PS5 games in this tier. And like yep. they're already doing it. Like, come on now. Like, we all know that Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PlayStation Plus in October. If no one else sees this coming, I don't know what to tell anybody. We're going to get Spider-Man 2. Whoop, remasters now in PlayStation Plus. Look at this thing we already took away from you. And we're giving it back. And we're acting like we did something awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Josh has a couple more points here. Cons- further acquisitions, probably. I think that's yeah. Well, that's, that's what I said. I exactly. I don't the, the Square Enix one. Everybody keeps throwing that one. I do, that doesn't even make sense to me. They don't need to do that. They already have the relationship. They're already doing the money thing. Sega's already made it public. Like no one is buying them. Not right um, now. Ubisoft. <laughs> if Ubisoft has some great games, then everybody's going to start looking at them again. But I don't see the perfect one that is perfect for either Xbox or PlayStation right now because. They got they got a good stable right now, and it's just like, what are you gonna do? Like, look at Square. Square sold off some of like the the Tomb Raiders and such. But if you're Sony and you already have exclusivity with Square, why do you need to buy them? See, the thing I the thing that I think that Sony may continue to focus on is them buying studios that have talent that haven't made much yet. We've seen them, you know, with Jade Raymond Studio. We see them with like with Fire Sprite. We've seen them buy studios that are early in development that look promising basically betting on the fact that they will be good. Um, they don't, I don't think they need to go after a lot of these big, big, big budget developers or publishers right now because, yes, Square makes a lot of sense. They have a long history together. There's a lot there that could happen. Sega would make a lot of sense. EA would make, I mean, they can't afford EA. Um, even Ubisoft would make sense. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, like, they what we've seen from them is them buying smaller studios that have a ton of potential. So, that that you know, they don't have Microsoft money, like you mentioned. Go after the unknown quantities that they think that they can bet on. Like, that makes the most sense, the most amount of sense to me. Um, and then them continuing on to PC. Yeah, I feel like that we know that. They're going to keep doing it. Like, they're going to keep doing the PC stuff. They're, they've they've well, seen we it. Got, well, we got Ratchet and Clank coming out, what, next week? And uh, yeah, we could do from that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later, how there's no SSD and it doesn't yep. run. But but it's Nexus who's making it, so it's probably going to be a good port. Yep. So let's be honest here. And, you know, we'll even probably talk about PC in another story that we're about to talk about. We might talk about PC in another story that we're talking about. For example, The Last of Us Composer suggests a new release of Part 2 is coming. Gustavo Santolala is apparently getting a bigger role in the game, written by Ryan Lesson over on IGN. The Last of Us Part 2 might be getting a new enhanced release, according to the series composer Gustavo Santolala. During an interview with Blender, I'm going to keep butchering his yeah, last name. Yeah, just give it up. Just, just Santolala. Jesus Gustavo. Gustavo. Tisa's cameo appearance in The Last of Us Part 2 will be expanded upon in quote-unquote new editions of the game. In the new editions, you can make me play certain themes, and well, I can't tell you anything else, he said. He originally appeared in game as Gustavo, a survivor of the Cordyceps infection outbreak who resides in Jackson. Jackson. Yes, he's sitting in front of the building, and you can go up to him and you can't do anything, but now supposedly in the newer version you can go up and request tunes which is people are going to have fun with so yeah. what do you think this is court is this 100 percent? we're getting the last of us part two and it's going to be not just a remake it's going to be more there's going to be more to it so hold on hold on we, hold on we remake by the end I of the year. are you saying remake they're rebuilding it or are you getting a remaster the upgrading a remake from the ground up in the we're style of part one five we can't i don't think we're getting if they're doing i sorry i think it's going to be a director's cut not a yes. remaster, not a yes. remake. Okay. I think it'll be a director's cut, but I think they're going to add to it. I think there's going to be more than just the game. I'm not saying factions. I'm not sure yet, but I, we, we, we talked about this before, how Spider-Man was the only game that we had. Mm-hmm. And everybody around the world kept saying, all the, the insiders, including Wait. the Stitch, Snitch, yep. all these people kept saying, there's another game that you guys don't know about. Mm-hmm. I think there's this, that's this game. I think The Last of Us 2 will come out before the end of the year. I think we're getting a director's cut of this game, and I think there's going to be more to it. I think we're going to get possibly, you know, a, a, a lost level. A something something more is happening with this game, and I 100% think now that we are getting some sort of state of play or showcase before the end of the year, and 
because this deal is over, PlayStation is going to show us because they, I think they held off okay. because of the whole Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. Because how can they go to court and lie like they did and say we don't we got this and we're we don't we're not as powerful without Call of Duty, and then go out and do a showcase where they knock everybody's socks off. I think that's an interesting point because that would be a good time for them to do it. And like we've already heard, like a lot of September, what we heard about October, the September August. Like, for a lot of the hype that we heard going into the initial showcase was that it was going to blow us away. And while it was good, I don't think it was great by any stretch of the imagination. So, And we were missing first party as a whole, um, pretty much entirely. So for them to kind of come back out now, well, my biggest question is what more do they do to it, right? Like, in, in a world where this would have followed a Last of Us, maybe season two of the HBO show, where they've maybe built in a little bit more from the show into the game or something along those lines. I'm just really curious as to what we're going to see here. Obviously, like, you know, Last of Us Part Two already had fantastic access accessibility options. Maybe they add to it there. Uh, obviously, stuff like widescreen support, the PC, con like the PC release, a bunch of that well, stuff. Well, we're getting a PC. I think we'll get a PC release. Like, they'll announce the PC port, and yeah. they'll start. I just hope it's not like the last, the Last of Us 1 PC port. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, my question is, is just uh, what more can they do to it? Like, that story seems pretty definitively I'm hoping it's over. the multiplayer, and that's how we get factions. I know, you know, uh, the, um, Bungie didn't like it. Mm -hmm. my, my hope it's that. I don't think it's that. What can they do more to it? That is a great question. But every I started going through the internet and started going through all the people with rumors and so on and so forth. And I go over the Reddit post and like, this is where it, it all started about a year ago. People saying that the last of us two was being remade. Mm -hmm. So we already kind of like, we're being hinted at it, that it was being remade when they do director's cuts, they add more to it. So to be totally honest with you, I think whatever's going to be add to it might blow us away. Let's, let's bring in some of the community here. Cause we have some questions about this. Nagachaka asked, do we really need a last of us part two remaster? Well, it is one of the greatest games of all time. The and guy that would line up and buy it on day and date. He gets to that, and, and it's better than part one, correct, Nagachaka? Nope. It already runs at 60 frames per second at 1440p on the PS5. Unless it's coming with a story expansion or DLC, this just feels like a money grab by Sony for $69.99 or more. And yes, either way, I'll be buying it and playing it day one. Hashtag Sony Pony. So it'll be 4K, 60, and then I guess it would be 1440p, 120 is my guess. Mm -hmm. That's just my guess on what we would get graphic graphics-wise. Because we're never going to get those 4K 120s. Like, it just... No. It just doesn't exist, I guess. It's just, just We'll just get to it. But uh, I'm not sure. I think there's something we have... We, we're just not seeing. Because it has been... It's too quick to bring it out. I do believe it. But now that we know it's real, there has to be more to it. It's not just the game. What I want to know, and the kind of what I'm theorizing, is that, like, I, I wonder if they're going to give us... Or like a prologue to the next one? Exactly what I was about to say. An epilogue to part two that starts to set up what a part three may look like. Obviously, they're early days on part three if they are at all. Um, we, we have heard that, you know, they're working on it, that they're writing it. So, like, in my imagination, they could go that direction. Possibly even as giving us another left behind-like segment where we see the, you know, more history on a certain character. Abby, like, could see be from when her dad. Like, we could get the Abby story from when her dad dies. It could be. And that's what I mean. There's, there's, there's are spots that they could hop into here or even something as on what I know would make a lot of people very happy. Give us a Joel prologue to part one. Let us see what happens in those in-between years. We had, we, we had mentions of their crew on the HBO show 
when they not even that we now know hit we now know what happened before we just never got the game version of it so that's what i mean there's questions here that could be answered in a way that like doesn't necessarily break what last of us part three will be but that would make people really happy and i think at that point the show and at that point we start to get into a territory where maybe this is a little bit more justified uh jaden road jaden rose asks hello court welcome back matt thanks Question for the podcast. Last of Us Part 2 has already achieved critical acclaim and commercial success. Piggybacking off of Nagachaka's question, what do you think about a potential remake? How do you differentiate between remakes and remasters in gaming, and which do you prefer? He has another question. They have another question, but we'll, we'll leave that in, a, in the back burner for a second. I am all for it when the game hasn't been out for a really long time. Yeah. If they're bringing this out, and I think it'll be a director's cut. Like when Ghost of Tsushima came out in director's cut, we got Iki Island. So there was something to come with it. Yeah. And we didn't know that was coming. So... I think you're on to something, Matt, of possibly that Joel story. Mm-hmm. PlayStation knows, and Naughty Dog knows, Joel's our favorite. It's yeah. A lot of people's favorite. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It, it, if, as a dad, I would have done what he did with a heartbeat and not even thought I twice. But I was eh, just, But giving us a Joel story, I think, would be something. I, I think here, like, the di- so differentiating between remakes and remasters. Remakes is like your Last of Us Part 1, right? They rebuild it entirely from the ground up, and they do something to it. Remasters, they just take the game, they up it, they, they essentially make it better on whatever current gen is. Um, I don't think we And Director's a- Cut is, re- is giving it better graphics, but giving us something else. Exactly. Usually with the Director's Cut, there's something added onto it. Um, get Back Into the Game says, uh, if they... If they were to add anything to the accessibility, I would recommend ASL, American Sign Language. That would be epic for this game. Great. That's fantastic. Marcus, did they have it in the last one? I don't know. That's Mar- uh, he can, he's, yeah. he's watching. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if, if there's... It, Marcus, is there any accessibility options that were in the latest release of Last of Us Part 1 that weren't in Part 2? Or any ones that you would like to see being added yeah. as a whole? Because um, I think here... For me, I prefer a remake each and every time if, if it makes sense. I think it really depends on the game. Ghost of Tsushima, I think, is a fantastic example of, you know, basically bringing it to PS5 in an upgraded edition while giving us an expansion on top of it what, that made it worthwhile. So you played Death Stranding. Yeah. What was, besides me finding out the revelation that there's poop bombs, mm-hmm. still, there's still no button to just take a hot steamy dump somewhere else in the world Jesus and you Christ. can take a pee? Well, that's all I'm saying. It's like, it's Death Stranding 2, so, like, number two is in the, num- is in the, is in the game title and it's Kojima. But is there a big difference between Death Stranding, the release that was on PS4, and the director's cut? Or I'm is it double, just graphics? I'm double-checking right now because um, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I do believe it was yeah, – I think kind of the biggest stuff was the graphics, higher frame rate, photo mode, ultra-wide monitor support. So it was more of a graphical overhaul, bringing it to – So I again, don't think that's fair enough. But again, that was from PS4 to PS5, right? You could upgrade to it for like that 10 bucks or whatever it was. You didn't yeah, have to I buy don't a full think price. it's I so so mm. was Ghost of Tsushima, but I but that's it. But you still had to pay for Iki Island. But if you had, yes. you could pay the director's cut thing. Yes, I think this will be more in the lines of the the Ghost. We're getting something else, I, not I, just I, graphics. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, and Jaden Rose also asked, if not Last of Us Part Two, which games would you like to see either remade or remastered? What do you think, Court? Oh, it's infamous. Like all day long in Bioshock, like just. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Re from the ground up, do Infamous One and Two again. Give me Cole all over again, mm-hmm. and then somebody, please, 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 remaster Bioshock One. Dude, I am 100% with you of Infamous. We've talked about this so many times, but an Infamous remake, not just a remaster. I want a remake from the ground yeah, up. Remake uh, would be fan. 
fantastic. That would be yeah. super, super cool. And the other one that I've been asking for forever was Persona 3, and guess what? We're getting that, so I'm ridiculously stoked about that. So Marcus uh, did put in there that yep. there was audio descriptions for the cutscenes, so... Didn't see anything for ASL, but I'm more than happy to double check. Uh, I think that would be a really, really great ad. And yes, audio descriptions were there. Uh, and Jaden comments also, I would love a prequel story about the universe before Ellie. Give me a story about Joel and Tommy, Anna and Marlene, or Bill and Frank. To The Last of Us 3 doesn't have to be a continuation. Anna and Marlene would be awesome. That would essentially be our uncharted lost legacy of The Last of yeah. Us. Yeah. And, and, and see, that's what I think yes. we're getting something. That I think would be they're sick. Doing something. That would be dope. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, and our last question about this before we move on, Brian Eck uh, uh, says, looking forward to hearing what you guys think about the rumor of The Last of Us Part 2. If true, awesome. Then I'll wait to play the remaster on PS5 when it releases. That's one game I haven't played but would want to sooner rather than later. Is the PS5 upgrade for The Last of Us 2 good enough, or do you think Naughty, Naughty Dog will add some nice, needed quality of life upgrades with the remaster version? So we've spoken about this. We're hoping for some quality of life. We're hoping for some graphics, some expanded accessibility options, and just give us some more story. That's what I want. And if anything is going to show us what Naughty Dog can do, they're almost like the best at doing this. When someone's like, hey, here's a director's cut, you're like, ooh, okay. What, what I, else try and be the best? What I would love to see, but obviously with the reports of, of factions, could be dead, could be something hey, else. I, I'll take Bungie's word for it if, if yep. it's poo-poo doo-doo. But uh, what, I wanna, what I would want to see, though, is that like if, if you're going to be buying this, you know, maybe get you into a closed beta, and then when the when the full game comes out, you get the first battle pass for free or something. You know what I mean? Like add on something factions related if they're feeling confident that they can turn it around. Because so last pizza thing, bet, Matt. Pizza bet. I'm saying we get it next this year. Factions. No, I Last of Us Two directors. I think oh, yeah. getting it this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, with okay, you. That's not. Right. No, I I agree. Yeah, I think we're get. I think we're getting it this year. I think we're getting it this year. I think I I I, I think 100% the PC port 100%. Um, next year. we'll see what happens with the remake, but I think the PC port for sure will hit this year. I think if they're bullish enough and if they're smart enough, they're going to drop both at the same time. Well, wouldn't, so Nixie's just doing Ratchet and Clank. You think they've had time to work on, cause if they can't have, please don't tell me they're going to do the same company that did the last PC port that was so bad. But that one just came out too, right? They wouldn't have enough time to turn things around either. I think we get the PS5 version before we get the PC port. I think we'll find out. All right. Pizza bet. There's a pizza bet. Let's bring in another story here talking about the PC ports. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will not require an SSD on PC. This is coming from Jordan Midler over at VGC. The game will run at 720p, 30 frames per second without an SSD. Although even the minimum specs recommend an SSD, the game will still be playable without one, despite previous suggestions from Insomniac that the game would not be able to run on systems without one. In a video posted on the PlayStation YouTube channel prior to Ratchet & Clank Rifts Apart's PS5 release in 2021, Insomniac's creative director Marcus Smith claimed the game's rift traveling mechanic was impossible on previous systems. Well, now we know that it's coming. On July 20th, 26, 2023, the game will be available on Steam and Epic Game Store. Players who pre-purchase it will be able to get two in-game early items uh, in their playthrough with the Pixelizer weapon and the Carbonex armor set. So, Court, I guess we didn't really need the SSD all along. No, see, I disagree. So, I feel that if we're only getting this game at 720p, 60 frames per second, we're not getting the game that you and I played. That's probably one of the best games on the PS5 still mm -hmm. to play right now. Like, if you haven't played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, I suggest you go play it right away because yep. that game is amazing. And if I, I don't, I don't believe I'd have to double check. I don't know what I have. I don't know my PC specs, as you know. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to go double check. I know what my graphics card is. Um, I wouldn't want to play it 
if the if I'm not if I have to play it at 720p to get and you know it's still not I I'm almost gonna guarantee it's not as fluid as it was when we were playing on the PS5. I'm inclined to agree. I also think that it's probably gonna just I think the the loads in between even when you're going through the rifts will be a, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see what this is gonna look like. I'm just quickly looking. Um, if we have confirmation that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will be on Steam Deck, Steam Deck that's exactly I thought what I already saw that. Uh, also, by the way, I didn't know if I told you, um, it is now, Last of Us Part 1 is now Steam Deck verified. It wasn't before. I know, I Just saw that. recently. <clears throat> so it seems that the Steam Deck will be capable of playing yes. it. So if we, you know, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that game well, soon. Well, if it's 720p, 60 frames per second, sure, the Steam Deck can handle it. I hope so, Court. I would love to play that, that game on the go once again. Uh, let's hop into a couple more stories that we have left before we round out because we got confirmation that the access controller for our, the PS5 launches globally on December 6th. This is coming directly from the PlayStation blog. Uh, Isabel Tomatis speaks to this. For the past few years, we've been on a journey with accessibility organizations and experts to create a versatile controller kit that enables gamers with disabilities to play more comfortably and for longer periods, empowering more players to share in the joy of gaming. Today, I'm thrilled to announce that the access controller for PS5 will be available globally on December 6th with pre-orders kicking off Friday, July 21st. Available for a suggested price of $89.99 USD and $119.99 Canadian, the Access Controller lets you customize your layout with different button and stick caps in various shapes and designs, operate the controller from any 360 orientation, and connect third-party accessibility accessories using its four industry-standard 3.5mm expansion ports. Court, we finally have confirmation when this is coming. And you know what, dude? I have to say, I'll, I have to give props to, uh, to PlayStation for this one. More affordable than I was expecting them to roll it out to. Yes, it's ten dollars cheaper than the Xbox controller. I had to make sure that I, 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 I the Xbox adapter controller in Canada right now is one twenty nine ninety nine. Fantastic. This is one nineteen, and I know Marcus was in our chat earlier talking about in our Discord story talking about this, saying like he's excited for it because of that price point. It's not you know here's a controller for you and it's going to break the bank. And both X, Xbox has done a great job in accessibility. PlayStation's always done a great job of accessibility in their games. Now they're finally doing it for everybody. And so they can finally say this is a place to play. And this is great. And yep. the controller actually looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. It looks really cool. It's, I know yeah. people have joked saying I need it now because of my arm. But still, this is awesome. But again, regardless, dude, if, if, if it were to help you, that's not a bad thing. There's no reason why this shouldn't be celebrated for – like this is fantastic. This is huge for, the, for people who are, un, who are, are unable to play games uh, you know, in, in the way that many of us do. I think this is a huge win at a very, I think, accessible price point as well. I think this is a huge win. And again, dude, if this were to help you play MLB The Show so that you wouldn't be in physical pain playing it, I think that's a massive win. I don't see any problem. And I, I believe Marcus said he was going to buy it. So if he does – We'll have him back on when 100%. it comes out, and he can tell us all about it. 100%. Yeah, we're, we'll definitely be talking more about this, but we definitely want to be shouting out, shouting it out. Uh, pre-order start in just a few days, so if you want it, make sure you hop on and grab it when you can. It's a huge win. Uh, and our last major news story is talking about our little PlayStation Plus with the extra and premium categories outlined for July. We're getting It Takes Two, Sniper Elite 5, Snow Runner, World War Z, The Ascent, Undertale, SpongeBob SquarePants, Spongebob Battle for Bikini awesome. Bottom Rehydrated, Melty Blood, Type Lumina, Dismantle, Circus Electric, Dynasty Warriors 9, Samurai Warriors 5, My Little Pony, my little a pony by the way, Bay that Adventure. was my daughter's first platinum on PlayStation. It is yes, it was. Plaque. Go out and get that. Go get that. Go get that. Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rise of Shifter. Another game from Outright, very easy platinum. So I'm just jealous. Write these down. 
My Little Pony and Fast and, and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious, very easy platinums. There you go. Monster Jam, Steel Titans, and coming to premium is Gravity Crash Portable Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2. So, and of course, Twisted Metal, the TV series, comes out on July 27th. Yeah, I do uh, Court, what do you think about our, our extra premium for July? They're getting way better. Ascent is a very... I had a great... Ascent was on uh, Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Sniper Elite 5 is actually... I really enjoy that game. But I once again, we're getting games that are coming that we already had in PlayStation Plus. Mm -hmm. uh, but Bikini Bottom, we already had that. So if you already claimed it in your PlayStation Plus, and I believe Sniper Elite 5 was another one that we already had. I'm almost positive we already had that game. Mm -hmm. But it's still great that you're br they're bringing more games to the service. Very interested. Did they show the list of what's leaving? Uh, not on this article. That's at least. one thing. Sony has been very good at telling us what's coming. They've been really bad at telling us what's leaving until the yep. very last moment. Mm -hmm. It takes two. I've never played that game, but I heard you need to play it multiplayer. Yes. I would love to try it. I just need someone to play it with. I, I think heard it's a great game. So it takes two is a fantastic game. I think one of the most creative games that we've gotten in a number of years. It's like the gameplay itself is fantastic. The story is garbage doo doo. Uh, it's it's one of the worst stories I think I've ever played. Well, so uh, was that guy's speech, right? So atro atrocious. But the gameplay saves that game entirely it is entirely co-op you can't not play it co-op okay. uh but i do think it's a game that you might be able to attempt to play with your daughter it may be a Ooh. type it might be the type of thing where you'll have to help her through certain sections because there's some of it is a little bit timing specific um okay. but i do think it's, it's a very cute very colorful uh very fun game but i will warn you there's a certain segment with a stuffed elephant that still gives me nightmares um Aww. it's unbelievably messed up unbelievably messed up uh, but the game is fantastic. I think overall this is a solid month. Uh, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a particularly awesome month, nor is it a particularly bad one. Like you mentioned, Sniper Elite is a game that I've always been curious about. That I've never I, really I think it's out. more underrated than people don't don't realize. If you like that, if you like that sort of combat when you're playing a game that you're like, you know you pick the the, the sniper, you, mm -hmm. you're not the close combat person. Sniper Elite is amazing. If you like, um, what's the Assassin's game? Agent Forty Seven. What's what's his name? Uh, what? Jesus, adios, adios game. Hitman. Hitman. A lot like that. There you go. Uh, the Ascent is a game I've always been curious about, so I might check that out. Undertale is incredible. Undertale is fantastic. Uh, I'm sure Ryan would be very happy about Melty Blood's inclusion. I think he was a pretty. Oh, big there's fan a of ton of game. Ryan games in there. Jesus. Yeah. So I, I think this is. I think this is an okay month. Again, premium. At least getting Twisted Metal one and two, and you know, obviously synergy with the show. Um, I'd be curious to go back and check those out, but. Yeah, I think this is an overall, it's a, it's a good month. It's a good month. But of course, my dude, we have a couple questions left to round out the show. If you want your questions right on the show, join us in our free Discord. It's in the show notes where you can hop in and chat with us and or go to the Twitch Twitter post that goes live each and every week, uh, you know, with, with one of our beautiful faces, usually courts uh, asking for questions. Just like Steve McVarry did, who says, hey, PlayStation Drive, long time, first time. Question for court. Can you talk about the pecan pie policy, the PPP? Uh, at your BBQ specifically, can you po talk publicly about whether Bobby will be allowed on your property if he's not willing to abide by such policies? Bobby is more than welcome on my property, but yes, I 100% out of pure, pure, pure spite will have either some pecan butter tarts or some candied pecans, some sort of pecan meal added to our barbecue that I'm going to do this weekend. Exactly. 100%. Exactly that. Uh, and I don't know. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit shook. Because, you know, Steve has come out as a pineapple on pizza lover. Um, Dude, that is the best video I've the, ever seen. The lie detector, the lie detector has uh, has really shown. I hope he brings that can. Steve, Dude, I hope you're so listening. Too. Bring that can. Bring that can. 
Uh, and we have one last question. Rapidly Graying, at Rapidly Graying over on Twitter asks, Hey guys, do you feel like Sony is taking a page from Nintendo with its strip feed of big classics onto PlayStation Plus Premium? An influx of bigger names would be what gets me wobbling or wanting that upgrade. Great potting as always. Thank you, Rapidly. Um, 100%. Yep. I think this is honestly a mix of them not being ready. Uh, like, I, I feel like the, a lot of the premium games that they're probably actively working on to make sure that they can get them running on, on the service, uh, along with, yeah, they've seen it works with Nintendo. They've seen people sign up for that service regardless. Like, yes, it is great now. It wasn't when it first came out. And usually, you know, it, it takes time. Still better launch than Game Pass had. Agreed. On extra. On premium. I... Yeah. The tier thing. But now they yep. got them. So now we can just yeah. we can tier compare. You know what's going to happen. Every YouTuber out in the world is going to be doing Xbox Game Pass tier system versus PlayStation Plus tier system. Mm -hmm. Those videos are coming. So, like, what, what I would really like to see is, like, you know, I would I would like a couple times a year to get a bigger dump, especially, like, around the time where they're doing the showcases. I really like big dumps, too. I love big dumps. Um, they're, just, they're just good for everybody. Uh, Honestly, they make you feel better. They would make you feel so much better. Like, I think it would be really cool to basically have a situation where... You know, if they're doing a showcase, here are 15 new games that are coming to premium today. Like, it would be cool to have some sort of, like, little celebration like that if they're going to be continuing these strip feeds. But as we've spoken previously, PlayStation's in there. We're winning and we don't care era once again. So they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Court. I will say to this. If someone hadn't got PlayStation Plus, the extra tier or anything before, if you jump in now, you're getting a lot of value. Yep. 100%. There's, there's a lot to love there. Um, again, I would still tell you to go towards extra... Uh, see if you like that yeah, before you hop into premium. Extra is the tier to go to right now. Um, but premium, we'll see what happens with time as they continue adding to it. Court, before we get into thanking our wonderful patrons, if people want to see and hear more from you, where could they do so? You can find me on Twitter at Court Lalonde or even on the threads, even though... I'm threads, really boy! That might, yeah, I'm not. But at Court, I'm at Court Lalonde on threads as well. Uh, and you can also find me on Carpool Gaming Twitter at Carpool Gaming. Or you can find me Wednesdays at 8 p.m., on three dads in a console but yep. uh, you will also find me this wednesday around 9 p.m for the late shift on the xbox drive 300 yes you can i might be joining in on that xbox drive goodness as well as for myself you can find me over on twitter at matt underscore silver soul on threads at matt sawinski of course we'll be here you know each and every week with the playstation drive uh and anybody who is a patron from you lovely folks that i'm about to reach out to if you're at the right tier uh, i'm up for pants this week so if you have questions for me that are not specifically playstation related Head over to Patreon, hop in, drop those questions, and I will answer them. Or if they're PlayStation related, just throw exactly whatever. Toss me questions for pants. Uh, I'm a freaking bone I, here. I, I will. I will let all of you into my pants this coming week. Um, Ooh, so get ready for that. Sweaty. I uh, know, boy. Uh, but as for our wonderful patrons, of course, we appreciate and care about each and every one of you. We could not be doing this without you all. But, we, of course, we want to shout out our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, who you can find over at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller. Tony Baker, who you can find over at youtube.com slash quest for Pixels. Jonathan Brown, you can find his link tree at pme.jib, or, of course, any of the, a lot of the music on Carpool Gaming. That's coming from our buddy OJB. Lee Navarro, our fearless leader, fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team at www.phoenixoverdrive.com. And Trucker Sloth, our platinum producers, Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern. And, of course, our gold members, Adam K., Anna, Awesome Dave, 1337, Bowser, Cecily Sorosa, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Hopple, John32, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Shy Guy, Tim Alf, and Tim Pollan. Thank you all so very, very much. We appreciate you all incredibly, and we'll be back next week. Peace.